Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, love is what you make of it. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Luciani welcoming you to another session of self-coaching where real-life emotional struggle, whether it's depression, anxiety, relationship conflict, losing weight, or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed, teaching you to become your own best coach. So today I thought I'd talk about something which initially you might find rather offensive. It's not meant to be offensive, and if you bear with me and don't tune out too quickly, I think you'll see the relevance in what I'm about to say. And what I'm about to say is that psychological struggle, anxiety, depression, psychological struggle is rooted in what I'm going to call, and I will define, it's rooted in psychological immaturity. Now, if you are anxious and depressed and listening to this, you might, you might feel really slighted by that. And you might be very offended. And I, I, I understand that. But I think you need to understand what I mean from a self-coaching perspective, what I mean by psychological immaturity versus psychological maturity. Now, just a word about how insecurity manifests itself. I use the term child reflex. We all grow up with insecurity, and in order to protect ourselves from the vulnerability of insecurity, the child develops coping strategies, and the child relies on those coping strategies, worry, avoidance, etc. And what happens is that the coping strategies define who we are. Rather than developing self-trust, rather than developing our own sense of maturation, we tend to embrace the defensiveness of the child reflex. And when I say the child reflex, these are reflexes that are laid down early in our lives during our developmental years. So they have a distinct childlike quality to them. Oftentimes, you'll hear someone who's anxious or depressed and the hysteria that you hear, the, the fear that you, you hear, or the whining that you hear. I can't do this. It's too hard. It's, it has a childlike component. It is certainly, it certainly doesn't sound mature. That's because the child reflex is what dominates when challenged. Now, in my estimation, the goal of psychology ought to be achieving psychological maturity. And it's when I say achieving psychological maturity, well, it's it's probably something that we we kind of do all our lives. We we progress toward more and more maturity. And simply put, what is psychological maturity? Well, in in, in essence, it's it's the ability to believe that you could handle life, and it's the ability to handle life without resorting to the child strategies of control, to worry, to fret, to just 
get into the anxiety and hysteria and I can't do this and what if this happens? And it's the ability to be strong and courageous. So we want to talk today about whether you are psychologically immature or if you're on the path toward psychological maturity. So let's talk a little bit about the difference in maturity versus immaturity. I think you'll agree with me that one of the most mature things we can do psychologically is, is just to believe that we can handle life challenges. Someone who believes they can handle life's challenges is going to be a lot stronger, a lot more resilient, a lot calmer. They trust themselves, their abilities to handle. It's not where you need to distrust. What if I can't do that? What if it's too hard? So one of the important things in psychological maturity is the ability to believe that you can handle life challenges. Whereas if you're caught up in the child reflex, well, then you're allowing fear and doubt to cripple effective living. You see, that's where, since you don't have the trust muscle that comes with maturity, what you do have is the compensatory strategies of trying to control life. What if this happens? See, we're trying to control. We're trying. We're really selling out on ourselves, and we're trying to find strategies to circumvent life challenges. So we need to take responsibility for ourselves and our choices. Taking responsibility—that's a tall order for a lot of people. You know, whereas someone that's in the immaturity range, psychologically speaking, where the child reflex dominates, well, maybe they don't want to take responsibility. No, I didn't do that. So they lie. Well, it's not my fault. He made me angry. We blame others. Sometimes we blame fate. It's not fair. This shouldn't be happening to me. We don't want to take responsibility if we are not psychologically mature. Now, going along with taking responsibility for yourself and for your choice, for the choices that you make is moral responsibility. You know, morality is kind of a compass. It's, it's really, oftentimes, it is appropriated from parents, religion, culture we grow up in. And as we grow and become adults, it's it's really something that is kind of within us, the capacity to know right from wrong. So the, the morally responsible person, the mature person, does, obviously, the right thing. Now, I remember once when I first came across this concept, I was jogging, and I had a, a, a piece of gum or something, and, and, and I unwrapped it and put the gum in my mouth, and I went to throw the wrapper on the ground. And it occurred to me, wait a second, that's not the right thing to litter, this little tiny piece of paper. Who's going to see me? No one's out. No one's around. But I said to myself, well, that's interesting because you certainly can get away with it. And if you can get away with it, so what? But then I said, but doesn't that on some level diminish me? Do I want to see myself as someone who sometimes does the right thing? 
And sometimes when I can get away with it, I do the wrong thing. And of course, it's a matter of degree. For me, that wrapper was maybe, or maybe to you, it might seem insignificant. But to me, it was it was catalytic in getting me to see that sometimes people do this with all kinds of things, with their taxes, with you name it. People will, if they can get away with it, they'll do all kinds of things and excuse themselves because they're not conscious of doing the right thing, of being mature. You see, where the child comes into play, the child reflex is rather lazy. They don't want to have to exert energy to be the person that they need to be. They don't want to exert the energy necessary to be on that path of maturation. And it takes a little guts to be psychologically mature. You need to be rather courageous. Facing up to life and all the challenges we face and the nuances of just dealing with, with those things that do come about that, that are inexplicably difficult. Yeah, doing the right thing. You know, also, since I'm mentioning jogging, around the field, I run around this baseball field, and it's a little league field, and there's fences all around the field. And every 15 feet, there's a sign, and the sign says, no dogs allowed. Now, I would have to say that most of the time when I run around the field, there's someone on the field with their dog. And I would say that 99% of the time, these people never encounter any outsider or any jogger or anybody else saying, hey, get that dog off the field. They get away with it. And they're probably in denial that, hey, what's the big deal? I pick up if the dog does its business. Well, you ask a, a mother or father of an eight-year-old who slides in the outfield to grab, to snag a fly, if, if sliding along that grass is, well, you get my point. But for the person with that dog on that field, they're not taking moral responsibility. They're creating their own laws, their own rules. These are the people that are not rule followers. Now, there are certain rules that are probably not appropriate rules. But we have to make those decisions. And we have to decide if we're trying to get away with something. Because it's easier. Because it serves us. I remember also a while ago, I would invariably hold the door for someone coming in or out. Or maybe you've done it with letting someone get into your lane when you're driving the car. And and one time I, I held the door for this this woman who was coming out. And she just walked right out. And I, I felt somewhat offended. Why didn't she say thank you? And I realized, well, why are you holding the door? Is it to get a thank you? Or is it the right thing to do? The polite thing to do? What is my moral compass? What's What morality serves me? Now, if I'm doing it for the reward, for the thank you, that's, you know, it's not inappropriate, of course, but it's kind of mm, egocentric. If you're doing it because you want to be that person who serves others, who helps others, 
if that's your your moral compass, your morality, then you have to be consistent. And you do things for the right reason, not because you want a pat on the back. You do it because that is what a psychologically mature person does. They define what is right. You're right. The right that you feel in your heart. And, and it's that right that you want to live up to, the morality of who and what you need to be. And sometimes you have to be kind of uh, courageous. It's tough being mature, isn't it? It's tough taking responsibility, handling life challenges. You know, it's tough not bailing out, getting into those child reflex defenses, avoiding and pulling away. And it's tough to really be nose to nose with life and to deal with what comes your way without flinching. That's obviously it takes takes courage to do that. Might call it danger management. What do I need to do to handle my fears, my hesitation? What actions do I need to take? You see, a psychologically mature person, they stand up to their fears. They stand up to their hesitations. The psychologically immature person excuses, flees. Now, I'm not saying you stand up to a thug on the street with a baseball bat, but I am saying that when you have a, an inclination to not be strong, when you have, say, a doctor's appointment coming up, or a test coming up, where you bail out on yourself and you start to fear and you start to doubt and you start to get into negativity. That's not being courageous. That's not being into the mature you that is able to recognize the need to dig your heels in and trust, self-trust. Now, self-trust, as I've said in many, many podcasts and I've, I've said in my books, self-trust is the the sine qua non of self-coaching. It is, as the alchemist used to say, the prima matera, the, the primal stuff of what you need to get at if you're going to have a successful and happy life. Because with self-trust, that's where maturity has its best chance. You believe in yourself. You don't sell out on yourself. You hang in there in tough times. And when action is required, you grit your teeth and you do what you have to do. And this comes in many guises. I mean, take a social situation where someone needs to be told that they're being offensive. And sometimes it might be your partner, where your partner is getting away with doing things that are hurting the relationship. And you're afraid to bring it up. You don't want to embarrass them. You don't want to hurt their feelings. But sometimes the morally right thing to do is to be honest in a supportive way, of course. But you see, this is all about psychological maturity. Psychological maturity doesn't mean doing the right thing in an immature way, biting someone's head off, yelling at somebody. It means doing the right thing in a healthy and mature way. Now, that excludes the child way, the immature way. Because that way will always be tainted with some kind of, I guess, excuse. So what do we do? Now, you're listening to this podcast, and hopefully at this point, you realize that when I say psychologically immature, I'm really talking about the fact that your, your true potential, your potential to be a psychologically more mature person has been stunted by what I'm 
calling the child reflex, which I'll get into in one second. And if your psychological maturity has been stunted, then chances are you suffer on some level to some degree because you're not handling life adequately, nor are you handling life in a way that that propels you to feel better about yourself, more confident, more trusting. So the immaturity is being stuck. It's being stuck in those defenses that were laid down, those compensatory defenses of control. Someone who slips into their turtle shell of avoidance or someone that's in denial. That's being stuck in the child reflex, which is preventing the maturity that you're capable of. So we must get beyond our defensive array of escapism, our defensive array of not trusting. If you're anxious or depressed, you probably have lost confidence. You probably are pessimistic. You probably feel that life is really not in your hands. You're feeling victimized. You're feeling impotent. You're feeling childlike. You need to recognize that reaching your full potential of psychological maturity is learning not, not to sidestep life's challenges and difficulties, but to handle. And the only way you're going to do that, of course, is by developing the self-trust. And I call it a muscle, the self-trust muscle. Because unless you develop that self-trust muscle, you're not going to reach psychological maturity. And without psychological maturity, let me reiterate, without psychological maturity, you're going to try to deflect life challenges. You're trying to protect yourself from that which you feel you're not capable of handling. You're not capable of standing up to life in a way that supports and advances you. You're more or less regressively relying on the defenses that were laid down a long time ago. And that's why in therapy, when you speak or when I speak with someone who's suffering from anxiety and depression, you know, this isn't hyperbole. It really isn't. You really hear the whining and the fear and the self-distrust and the doubt and the negativity. And all of this is immaturity-driven, fear-based insecurity. When insecurity manifests itself throughout a life, that person is always on the defensive, never reaching their full potential to handle life. Now, now why, why would the full potential to handle life excuse you from emotional destruction, from emotional duress? Why, why would that happen? Well, because when you handle life, there's confidence there. There's confidence that no matter what you face, you'll find a way. I always use my, my mantra, whatever it takes. You become more optimistic rather than the pessimism of a child reflex, insecurity-driven immaturity. You face life because you have self-trust. You know that if you can't get in that front door, there's a side door, there's a back door. You know you're resourceful enough to find what you need to get to the other side, or in this case, inside. That's called optimism, and that's called being psychologically mature enough to realize that you're a survival machine, that if you get out of your way, if you decontaminate yourself from the child reflex, then you begin to realize that potential. 
the potential to be optimistic. I can handle this. I'll, I'll get through. I don't know how. You don't have to have all the answers. Sometimes you just have to have the optimism to believe. I'll get there. I'll, figure, I'll get that job I need. All right, so this isn't working out here. Okay, tomorrow's another day. See, that's the maturity of optimism. Versus take a look at pessimism. That's not going to work out. I'll never get through this. Oh, my God, it's too... See, the difference is so stark, and the difference starts to sound like immature thinking versus mature thinking. Now, as I said in the beginning, you know, I don't, I don't want to insult anyone. And I don't want you to think that psychological immaturity is you being a bad person. It's not. This is something that is acquired. Just like anything else, we become habituated with patterns. And sometimes these patterns, as is the child reflex, these patterns are destructive. Well, destructive in the sense that they are trying to protect us, but inadvertently what they do is they they thwart the progress toward maturity. They keep us in lockstep with deflecting life rather than handling life. So if you suffer on any level, try to recognize that what we're trying to do is develop self-trust. And the only way that I know to do that is through the application of self-coaching to, to, I should say, to self-coach yourself to recognize what you're doing that feeds the insecurity, that feeds the problem. And the three tip-off words that I always try to throw out there are doubts, fears, and negatives. When you catch yourself feeding insecurity, oh, I can't do that. It's a doubt. It's a fear or it's a negative. Recognizing that puts you in a place of choice. But today I want you to add something else. When you find yourself acting in an immature, child-reflexive way, ask yourself, is it possible for me to act in a more mature sense? Is it possible for me to be more mature? To pick up that gum wrapper? To take my dog, not on the field, but along the curb, to hold the door for the right reasons, to do the right thing, becoming a whole person, a person that is responsible. But in that responsibility comes the acknowledgement that life doesn't have to be sidestepped, avoided, and that's the key. Once you have enough self-trust to believe that this whole world is going to challenge you one way or another, there isn't anyone on this planet that doesn't experience challenges. Every one of us will, at some point, face adversity on some level and to some degree, some more, some less. But every one of us must handle life's slings and arrows. And you, you need to decide if you want to handle it directly in a mature way, in a way that has the credibility of self-trust. Or do you want to go on trying to hide from life, to find a turtle shell that fits you? But you know what? The problem is that don't think you get away with anything by conceding to the child reflex, to a life of defensiveness, to, to worrying and overthinking and, and just trying to... No, no. It only creates more stress. And stress leads to more depletion, and depletion leads to more symptoms, and anxiety and depression ensue. 
the only way to start to carve out a life of maturity, a psychological mature life, is to start, to start taking responsibility for your feeding and starving insecurity. And you do it one thought at a time. You're not going to accomplish this in one day. But you start to become more and more cognizant of your thoughts that create stress in you. That's how you, that's the tip off. When you start to feel that duress, you know, when you start to feel tension, you know, where, where are your thoughts at at that point? Are your fears dominating? Doubts? Negatives? And if so, you have a choice. Do I feed? Do I starve? Do I want to be more mature about this, this fear that's going on in me right now? What? And then ask the question, what would be a more mature response? Very important question to ask. Now, you may not be able to do it in the moment. In some cases, it's simple. You pick up the gum wrapper. But in other cases where you have to confront a bully, where you have to confront a boss or a partner that's cheating or whatever it might be. So some challenges require that you may not have the answer. You may not have the how-to. But psychological maturity doesn't insist that you have all the answers. It doesn't mean that you have the wherewithal to really know what to do every single moment. It only means that you have enough self-trust to not run away from your challenges, to deal with them, to handle them, to make right choices, and to believe in yourself. Because as I always say, you're a survival machine. You're going to get through. And believing in yourself, cultivating optimism, well, try it on as if it's true. You'll see. It makes a big difference. So that's all I'm going to say about psychological maturity and psychological immaturity. And I have myself challenged myself to grow from my own psychological immaturity. And I do that every day as I try to grow more and more responsible for me and being the person that I feel I need to be. No excuses. There's no short, no shortcut. You know, if, if you're going to be the person you need to be, define it and live it. So be that person. You will not regret it. And listen, visit my website, selfcoaching.net, where you can learn a lot more about my self-coaching philosophy. And if you want to contact me, there's a contact place there for you. All my other podcasts are archived there, as well as blogs and various things. You might check it out. As, as certainly you'll find my books, and I should say Unlearning Anxiety and Depression, my current book, I'm going to call that the sponsor of this podcast. So take a look at Unlearning Anxiety and Depression. A lot of that has to do with what we talked about today, reaching psychological maturity. I wish you a mature path towards your own fulfillment. So until next time, remember that being victimized by emotional struggle, it's not an option. You know, by definition, victims are powerless. And you're not powerless. Remember, everything is hard until you make it simple. So join me every week. And what do you say we make it simple together? Believe in yourself. Reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender. There is more than it seems. Hold on and fight.